0: During my six years at St. Mary's High School, I estimated, I corrected around 5,000 pages of essays. I don't remember very many of them because they weren't good, (laughs) because they were written by high school kids, but every once in a while there would be one that would come across my desk that was very good. And it was written by a young lady, and she said that when she was a girl, her and her sisters... Their dad had this routine ritual he would do every day when he dropped them off at school. He would drive them to school, and when he dropped them off, before they got out, he would say, Girls, whose choice is it to be happy today? And the girls would say, It's ours, Dad. And then he would say, And what do you choose, girls? And they said, To be happy, Dad. And then they would get out and go to school. And it happened every single day. She said, "I can." he wouldn't let us get out of the car. And if we tried to run out of the car, he would stand and shout at us, honking the horn in front of all of our friends saying, you know, and it wasn't a pleasant experience, I don't think, all the time. Because he's like, who's, you know, whose choice is it to be happy? And she'd turn around and she's like, it's mine! You know? (laughs) And what do you choose? To be happy! You know, like run into school. But she said it stuck with her, her entire life. That it's all about choice. But she said there was also something else, that it wasn't just about choice. You have to choose it, but then you really have to do it. You can't just decide to be holy, and then you'll become holy. You can't just decide to become virtuous, and you become virtuous. You have to choose it, and then you have to do something about it. That's what Jesus is talking about today in the Gospel. You know, what are those things that are causing you to sin? You know, just choosing to be done with them isn't enough. You have to really be done with them. We're reading in, the, in our parish council right now, we're reading this book called Signs of a Dynamic Catholic. It's by Matthew Kelly, and Matthew Kelly gives a little... Uh, Riddle the, in the second chapter of that book, and he says, There's three frogs on a lily pad, and two decide to jump into the pond. How many frogs are left on the lily pad? One. Wrong. Three. Two decided to jump into the pond they never did it and that's how this life works you can you can be well-intentioned you can have you can make all these great you know decisions in your heart but until you truly act on them because holiness is not only about a choice it's about an action that father was right with his girls it is all about choice and i wish it were easier but it's not you have to choose every single day when you wake up to serve Jesus. You have to choose every single day when you wake up to serve and to love your wife or your husband. I have to choose every day when I wake up to be a priest. I love that line. I think I told you the, uh, I heard this uh, very wise old priest. <clears throat> they said to him, they said, Father, when did you decide to become a priest? And he said, this morning. Right? this morning had to make that choice every single day of his life so what's holding you back something that continuously plagues you something that you desperately want to be rid of something that you do anything to be done with jesus today is saying we needs to choose to cut those off but the word he uses when he says if if your hand causes you to sin he uses this greek word scandalon. Scandalon does not mean what we would think, like scandal in the traditional sense, right? Scandalon is like, if you had like a, you know, like a bear, well not a bear trap, we don't have bears around here, like a a mouse trap, right? That little place where you put the cheese or the peanut butter, that's the scandalon. It's the snare. It's where you go and as soon as you touch it, it has you. As soon as you get anywhere near it, that thought, that desire, that feeling, as soon as you consent to it, it's got you. You know, mice aren't stupid. Actually, they are. They're incredibly stupid. But <clears throat> they're not going to the trap to die, they're going to the trap for a good, a pleasure. Something that they want. And that's why we go to the trap. You know, there's... What happens to us is when we go there, we think they're good. And you know what? At some point, maybe these things were good. But because we cut corners, because we rationalize, because we lack discipline, they became a trap to us. This is why virtue is so important in our lives. The ancient philosophers said that virtue is the mean between two extremes. It even rhymes, isn't that nice? The mean between two extremes. So I'll give you an example of what that looks like. So think of like like working out, right? You got those guys that are just the meathead freaks in the gym, right? They're cut, chiseled, all they do, they work out like twice a day, they eat healthy, they drink protein shakes, all they talk about is how big they are and what supplements they're on. You know those people? You ever met those people? <laughs> they look a lot like me, but... <laughs> Why is everybody laughing? <laughs> they laughed at the 4 p.m. too. I'm just slightly overweight. But the other extreme is, is you got the one that just sits you know, on the couch and plays video games and never works out and eats pizza and you know, is a complete bum. So where is the virtuous person? They're in between that. They're in the middle, what we call the, in Latin the via media, the middle way. It means you have, like, you, you need to work out. You need to take care of your body, but it can't become your God. You also need leisure and to relax and to have some fun. That's where the virtuous man is. That's where the healthy life is. You know, do you guys remember the Spartans, the, the warrior, the Greek warriors, you know? not the movie, remember the Spartans, but like, in that culture, I don't know if you knew this, but from the time they could walk, they taught their children to be warriors. Like, and they were some of the greatest warriors to ever live. But here's the problem. I think it was either Aristotle or Socrates. They said, The Spartans were not a virtuous society because they only taught their children war. They never taught their children how to live in peace. And so all they knew was the extreme. Were they good warriors? Yeah. Was their culture messed up? Yeah. Why? Because they lacked balance. They lacked virtue. So, what is it in your life that's your snare? Where do you get stuck? What extreme do you live by right now? What bait do you keep going after time and time again that locks you in the trap? What's separating you from your goal of holiness? Jesus is saying we need to cut these things off. And not just decide to do it, to actually do it. So I'm challenging everyone in this church today to go after one thing in your life, just one, that's causing you or others to sin and get rid of it. Maybe you're going to have a buddy lock down your phone or lock down the internet on your phone. Maybe you're going to get rid of social media because you waste too much time. Maybe you're going to finally get an internet filter to curb your use of the internet or maybe an addiction. Maybe you're going to get rid of Netflix. Maybe you're going to, for the younger generation, get rid of your Xbox, your PlayStation. Maybe you're going to take the TV out of your room. Maybe you're going to take the TV out of your home. Maybe you're going to walk out of this church and end a relationship that is constantly leading you into sin. Maybe you're going to stop living in fear. Maybe you're going to start believing in yourself. Maybe you're going to start eating healthy, working out. Maybe you're going to stop drinking. You pick. There's a thousand of them. Just one, and for the rest of this Mass, I want you to think of that one thing, and when you come up to receive Holy Communion, I want you to give it to Jesus, and then beg Him for the grace to let it go, so that you can be rid of it forever. Real problems demand real faith, and will be given great grace.